when I started having uh, psychic experiences with the Sasquatch people, that's when I started to read uh, quantum physics and many different books on psychic phenomena in order to better understand what I was experiencing, where uh, a lot of the, or most of the researchers, uh, first of all, don't believe this, which has nothing to do with belief. I have documented uh, 389 percipients that have had telepathic experiences with the psychic Sasquatch. We've got a special deal for the unexplained ones. For a limited time, you can save 10% off your purchase at paranormalitymag.com backslash shop. Just use code BigfootUFO at checkout. We have a new article coming out there soon for subscribers only on the Mystery MH370 videos. Check out paranormalitymag.com backslash shop. Just use code BigfootUFO at checkout. We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man's. Did the CIA write Wind of Change by the Scorpions? (laughs) (laughs) As humans busied themselves about the various concerns, they were scrutinized and studied. Dr. Loeb, what percentage chance do you give it that you have indeed uncovered extraterrestrial or non-human technology? With infinite complacence, people went about their affairs, yet across an immense ethereal gulf, intellects vast and unsympathetic drew their plans against us. Prior to your abduction, did you believe in UFOs or any sort of alien life form? All things unexplained. So some of that I think there will say for close session. Hello, all you unexplained ones out there. This is CJ Derringer. We are so excited to have you with us. For those of you that are tuning in live, this is a wonderful opportunity to get your comments and questions our way. We have Bigfoot expert Kiwani Lapsaritis with us today. And this is a big moment for us on the show because we have done many, many shows about Bigfoot. In fact, our very first show, which wasn't even a podcast at the time, was about Bigfoot. And we were novices at the time, and I still feel like a bit of a novice. And so it is massively exciting for us to have Kiwani here with us because he is indeed a Sasquatch Bigfoot expert. He has been doing research and documenting his research for over 50 years now. So if you have comments or questions, this is your chance. This man knows it all. So Kiwani, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I don't know it all, but I keep searching to know more and more to understand the phenomenon. Yeah, wonderful. And you have written many books on the subject. I've got one 
right here with me, the Sasquatch people and their interdimensional connection. I know that, Tim, you read one as well. Where can people find information about you or links to the books that you've written? Uh, they can go to sasquatchpeople.com, sasquatchpeople, all one word, dot com. Or uh, they can go to Amazon to purchase my two books, uh, The Psychic Sasquatch and Their UFO Connection, and the Sasquatch people and their interdimensional connection. Okay, wonderful. Well, we have lots to cover and I want to dive right in because I know that there are many topics that we want to go over with you while we have your time. And let's start with something you mentioned already, psychic Sasquatch. This is something that came up in your books a lot. Please tell us what what does that mean, psychic Sasquatch? Well, uh, uh I've been researching now for 67 years, the Sasquatch phenomenon, and uh, I believe that they were a people from the very beginning, which is extremely important because they can read your mind and read who, who you are. And in September of 1979, when I was living uh, in Wisconsin, a Sasquatch and an ET telepathically spoke to me at the same time when I was out in uh, on a farm in the country. And uh, it was a shock of my life. I wasn't afraid. I was just stunned. Okay. You know, it wasn't anything I expected. So uh, what they were letting me know is that uh, the Sasquatch are uh, affiliated with friendly star people. There's the good the bad and the indifferent everywhere in the universe. So uh, when people say to me, or I hear them say, you know, oh, uh, uh, you can't trust the, the, uh, the ETs or something like that. I so well, wait a minute, which ones? And they go, huh? I said, there's all kinds of ETs coming and going here and, and observing us. So which ones are you talking about? There's a lot of friendly ones, a few that are just observing and there may be a couple that are maybe even outright evil. So uh, when people speak in generalities, they don't understand that this is a very complex phenomena because the Sasquatch told me that there are bases all over the earth, uh, in down in the oceans, in deep water lakes, and inside of dormant volcanoes that they have like an underground city. Oh, wow. So uh, there's all kinds of different races, not just one. And they've been here for millions of years. It's not like something new. It's just that we're not aware. The average person isn't aware, doesn't care, or doesn't believe anything like that. When uh, we've got billions of stars in the Milky Way galaxy, and then we've got another 10 billion galaxies wait a minute i haven't even talked about the the planets that go around the star systems or suns because i can't it's, it's just right. mind-blowing so when people say oh you do you believe there's ets out there <laughs> i mean just use statistics i mean just take a good look and when i started having uh psychic experiences with the Sasquatch people. That's when I started to read uh, quantum physics, 
and many different books on psychic phenomena in order to better understand what I was experiencing, where uh, a lot of the, or most of the researchers, uh, first of all, don't believe this, which has nothing to do with belief. I have documented uh, 389 percipients that have had telepathic experiences with the psychic Sasquatch. So Kiwani, let me ask you real quick, sorry, forgive me, real quickly, just why do you think they chose you? What was your state of mind? What was your existence at the time that they chose you to communicate with? Well, I did ask them as time went on, you know, how long they've been monitoring me. And they said, we were there at the moment of your birth. You had a mission here and we're a part of, they're a part of the mission. And uh, I don't know, you know, I don't feel that I'm anything special or whatever, but I am, I was chosen. And there's some other people that were chosen as well, but I seem to have the personality to present the material. Uh, if people don't believe me, then that's their problem. They have a problem. I don't have a problem with it because I've had so many experiences. Uh, I mean, a lot. I'm talking about uh, almost 2,000 times they have contacted me since 1979. Wow. Uh, several were ETs, and most of the time it was the, the Sasquatch people and the ancient ones. The Most people don't understand, especially the researchers, uh, that there are many different races of beings out there in the wilderness. And many of them come through portals because this is an interdimensional phenomena. So it's uh, people think, well, it's just uh, physical anthropology. We got to get a body to prove it. Look, I'm a scientist. I have four degrees. Uh, I don't need a body. I already know they're real. I already know that there are people. I know that they're a hundred times more evolved than we are and that they're affiliated with uh, friendly ETs. So uh, it's not important to murder another race of people in order to prove that they're there. When I did an ethnographic study amongst the Takuna Indians in Upper Amazonia in 1973, I brought gifts, hooks, lines, uh, scissors, different things for the tribe when I went in there. I didn't go in threatening them with guns and stuff or sticking uh, uh, cameras in their face kind of thing. But this is what people are doing with the Sasquatch. And because they are people, they don't like it. They don't like being wounded, being hunted, being stalked and so on. Uh, they're not who people think they are. They're not monsters. They're not animals. They're an evolved people. When when they contact you, what is that like? Is it something that you hear or is it writing? How is it coming to you? There's three kinds of mental telepathy. There's verbal telepathy, visual telepathy, and feeling telepathy. At times, I've experienced all three at once. A lot of the times it's feeling telepathy. Uh, I've had all, all of them over the years uh, when they contact me. And uh, it's 
when I'm talking with this, the, the forest people, it's, it's like talking to a professor. Now, there's some Sasquatch that are not as educated as others. So there is the same with us. You know, uh, uh, people say, oh, the Sasquatch do this, the Sasquatch do that. And my question is, which one? You know, what are you talking about? There are people. It's just like uh, uh, when I met a lady friend when I was living in Seattle and we went hiking and I said, well, let's stop and uh, to my favorite uh, uh, Italian restaurant because I love ethnic food. I've been to Italy. I've been to 43 countries and I've lived all over the world in my earlier days. And she said, no, I don't like Italian food. I go, what? Yeah. So I thought just about everybody loves Italian food. So, but the Sasquatch are that way. They have their own way of thinking. And it's interesting too, because uh, I've had people tell me they put out, you know, chicken sandwiches and they wouldn't eat them. They put out spaghetti and they ate it, you know, leaving it out as a gift uh, to, for them. So, uh, I'm just saying each one has their own preference, just like we do, because they're a people. They're not animals that just run on instinct. Right. We have lots of people joining us. Lots of people joining us tonight. We've got some star seeds. We have another lady who said that she has also had some Bigfoot experiences. So you all are in the right place. You're all in the right place here. Yes, Eliza said, I'm a psychic and have psychically connected with the Sasquatch Collective. Not much, but it was very interesting. Love that I won't sound crazy here saying that. You know, that's an interesting thought. How many people do you think um, do believe you? Or like she said, sound crazy. How many people do you think don't? Well, uh, that doesn't bother me uh, uh, when people say, oh, I don't believe you, I don't believe in that, and so on. I say, well, have you, you know, they, some people have told me, well, I've hunted my whole life. I'm in my 60s or whatever, you know, and I've never seen anything. I said, well, first of all, they don't like to show themselves. I said, secondly, you're hunting. You've got a gun, and, you know, they're very shy of guns because they've been wounded and shot at. And they're, they just, they're not crazy about humans, but they select people who are spiritually minded. That is, this doesn't have anything to do with religion. Uh, spirituality is showing respect for all living things. And that's who I am. My first degree that I got was in conservation from the University of New Hampshire uh, when I was 19. So I, I, right away, I, I respect nature. I used to have a lot of wild animals as pets and stuff when I was growing up. And so uh, that attitude of having an open heart, and when I see a, a dog or a deer or whatever, sometimes I talk to them and it's, oh, what a beautiful deer you are, or what a beautiful dog. And I had dogs attack me and I bend down on one knee and call them to me while they're attacking and they stop right in their tracks. They don't understand that. Why aren't, how come I'm not running away? Well, cause I don't have any fear. So to approach a Sasquatch or if a Sasquatch is interested in you, it's important to not have any fear that you walk. They say we must walk in unconditional love and trust 
that this is extremely important. So uh, all this has changed my life. And uh, where I live now in the wilderness, there's nine of them up on Huckleberry Mountain, and they come down and check on me every single day. And they refer to me as family. Wow. And the reason for that is because I have written two books with everything that actually really happened. And other people are afraid. Uh, some of the conservative researchers have had some psychic experiences, but they won't discuss them with anybody. Why? They're afraid that their peers are going to make fun of them. Well, wait a minute. The more people that are having mm -hmm. experiences, the more real, the more it's coming out that it's real. It's, it's a real phenomena. Yeah, the more people are willing to share. So people who are out there with guns and cameras, you know, who are ego involved will never have any experiences, anything that's significant. Right. Yeah. And the more, like you said, the more people are willing to share, the less stigma there will be connected to it. That's right. Yeah, that's correct. That's right. And, you know, we have a special treat for our listeners tonight. We're speaking to Kiwani Labsridis, Arthur, researcher, brilliant man, author of Sasquatch People and Their Interdimensional Connection, as well as Psychic Sasquatch and Their UFO Connection. And one thing I love that you said in your books, Kiwani, is you said the purpose of this book is not to offer proof, but to present evidence. And I just thought that was great because that's totally our philosophy too, right? Like we're not here to prove anything, but we are seeking evidence. And our special treat for our listeners tonight, besides having you here, is we have a PowerPoint from you. And maybe you can walk us through some of these things on the PowerPoint here. This is when I was in Northeast Texas on the Oklahoma border because I've been all over the United States and, and even into Canada uh, researching over the years. I don't have to go out anymore uh, because they follow me everywhere. They're here no matter what I do. So that's a, I think that's a 16 inch track, but that's, that's uh, of a Sasquatch. Wow. That is amazing. You can go to the next one. Okay. This was taken by a woman in Idaho. Uh, she had a camera and she was just stepping out into the woods and she saw the Sasquatch crossing the stream. So she wanted a good picture. I mean, it's, you know, but when she pulled up, he realized she was there. So he dematerialized. So she couldn't take the picture, but she did anyway and caught the rarest picture you could ever get. A, Sasquatch dematerializing. Wow. That's incredible. I just have to say, I think this is so amazing. And we have a listener, Sam of Clan Forshaw. Welcome back. We've had Sam on the show before. Thank you for joining us tonight. And, he's, and Sam said, amazing, sir. And thank you for that. And Kiwani, I love this photo because we have had so many folks on that have described experiences with... Mm -hmm what seems to be Bigfoots or Sasquatches with the ability to phase in and out. 
uh, perhaps some sort of cloaking technology or cloaking ability or or just moving through another dimension and and just like you you said you're not here to offer proof but to present evidence and here we go this is this is a really incredible picture for those who are listening on our podcast we're looking at sort of a forested area here and and it appears to be a bigfoot kind of orange ish hair just it looks like he's activating some sort of cloaking technology and basically just phasing out of the picture and you can actually see another one there to the left i think too even not kind of invisible but you can see like a disturbance what i've heard somebody describe as the hot air coming out of the vents in a city you know what that looks like i mean it's difficult to get any kind of photographs period and uh, i've never tried to get photographs of them because wherever i go i don't use a camera and when i did have a camera and i was hiking and they were there i telepathed and told them i have a camera because i want to get some pictures of the scenery so i won't try to get a picture of your, your people unless you step out and tell me then i would you know that's how i when i interact with them Anyway, this is, a, this is a, to me, a, an important picture. I showed this to a researcher and uh, to several researchers, but one in particular, he just glanced at it and said, oh, it's just in the film. You got a bad film there. And I said, wait a minute, that's not being scientific. He claims to be real scientific. And uh, uh, he didn't want <laughs> to look at it anymore, uh, you know, kind of thing. And uh, so... Uh, they want to be right that they're after an animal uh, that needs to be shot, put in a museum uh, and analyzed and that kind of thing. And that's their mentality, violence. They want to settle everything with violence where, uh, again, walk in unconditional love and trust. Uh, it just, uh, that's important. I've had wild animals walk up to me and, and touch me and everything else, uh, uh, different places in the world. Why? Well, because I didn't have any fear. So uh, anyhow, that's, that's important for people if they want to connect. Absolutely. And for real quick, Kawani, for our listeners on the audio podcast, we've got a close-up here of what appears to be the Bigfoot sort of using some sort of cloaking and it's it's a really amazing close-up okay this one here was taken in the center of Crista mountains in colorado this is not a sasquatch this wow. is an ancient wow. one an ancient one the guy that took this didn't believe in any of this stuff didn't care and uh he was uh, uh there were three of them and he took this one and didn't know there were any more. I mean, it was just a fluke that even got this here. And, uh, but this is an ancient one, meaning they have a human face. Uh, they have a round head. They don't have a sagittal crest that peak, a peaked head. Um, and their arms do not go down to their knees like with a Sasquatch. Uh, a matter of fact, 
Hmm. The ancient ones, some of the women that I saw were beautiful. They they would they could win Miss Miss America easily, easily. And, <laughs> I mean it. And people don't understand. Wait, wait a minute, because they're not ape-like.、Uh, the Sasquatch are ape-like in the face. The ancient ones are human-like in the face, and. Uh, the Sasquatch say they have absolutely no connection with the anthropoid apes. So、uh, naive、uh, researchers that are labeling them North American great apes, they just pull that out of their、uh, out of the air, and、uh, so that's really they're just making it up. That's not science. So.、Uh, But that's what they want to believe. So they, after a while, they believe in their own fantasies, without, you know,、uh, trying to find that. If you have evidence, evidence leads to proof. I've had、uh, one researcher say, "Oh no, this this is wrong. What you're doing?" So what do you mean wrong? I'm successful in what I'm doing. He said, "No, no, no.、Uh, we need to get a body first to prove that they're there. Then we'll go to the other." No, no, no. I said that's backwards. So I butt heads with people that think that way, because it's ridiculous. I'm presenting all this evidence, and a lot of them don't want to go with the evidence. I, I tell them, I told one person, leave your guns and cameras at home. He said, Oh yeah, but there's mountain lions and bears where I go. I says there's mountain lions and bears wherever I go, but I don't bring guns and cameras. I'm here. Nobody attack me. So it's just you're living in fear. He's got cameras, guns, and fear—three things against him. You know, I mean.、Uh, so I told him go out, and he does bring. He brings one moment. He brings a lot of people with him, a gang of people with him as well. So I said, go by yourself, no guns, no cameras. So he did, and when he got in his tent at night, no guns, no cameras, no people around, none of his friends. They came right up to the tent, a whole bunch of them. I said, "Then what did you do?"、Mm. He said, "I was too scared to do anything." I said, "Well, if you're scared, well,、uh -huh. why?" You... <laughs> That would have been me. <laughs> so anyway, it defeats the purpose. Anyhow, that's you had a question. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. And I feel like you know some people definitely cannot overcome that fight or flight reaction. You know, and they're not sure which way it's going to head. But CJ, I'm real curious here for our. Listeners on Apple and Amazon and Google and Spotify, we're looking at a picture of an ancient one in Colorado. It's daytime, which is amazing. How would you describe CJ what you're seeing to our listeners who who cannot see this picture?、Oh. Well, I'm a bit of an amateur here, so to me, it looks like Sasquatch. It's got that sort of reddish orange hair, very big, muscular. Harry, I mean, not knowing that there was another race, I guess we'll call it. I would have said that it was a Bigfoot. So tell me, Kiwani, how do the Bigfoot and the ancient ones, other than their physical appearance,、um, are they related at all? Are they connected at all? They said that they both were. They use the word bioengineered, meaning genetically engineered. This is what they were both bioengineered by friendly ETs. 
and released here on the planet millions of years ago. And I said, well, what about the humans? And they says, well, they came much later. The, the hairless giants came after them. And then later, uh, the ETs, the friendly ETs, bioengineered the humans and released us. This is what they're saying anyway. Uh, uh, this is what they said. I can't, I'm only passing it on. Uh, if you want to believe it, fine. If you don't, that's yeah. still fine. But it's not going to change what they said. And they have no reason to lie to me. Uh, so this is information that I consider very important. Now, this is not a photograph. This was taken uh, a uh, Dmitry Banoff a researcher who passed away a couple of years ago. Uh, he was in his late 80s. Uh, he had a brilliant mind. Uh, he worked at the Darwin Museum in Moscow and uh, uh, was affiliated there. And uh, he looked at the face of the Patterson film that was taken October 20th, 1967 in Bluff Creek, California. And he took the details of that in order to get a picture of a, because most of the time people say, well, I couldn't tell the face. I couldn't see the face and people want to see what they look like. And so he did this in order to, uh, so people could see what this female Sasquatch looked like. So uh, there you go. And also okay. you notice it has incredible, lit. yeah. It and and uh, mm -hmm. primatologists say that only humans have lips. Your your uh, apes and monkeys do not have lips. They, I mean, they have a lip structure there, but not regular lips like we do. Only humans have that. So I thought anyway, you did an excellent job. Now this footprint, if you look to the right you see a man's footprint beside it. Mm. it, it so okay, what, what is this? Uh, this was taken from the Paloxy River in Texas. It was cut out in the limestone beside dinosaur tracks. So I asked the Sasquatch, were these- That's incredible. Yeah, and I asked them, I said, are these from uh, your people or from the hairless giants. He said, no, these are from our people. We were alive during that time. We've been here for millions of years. And uh, they uh, had to deal with the dinosaurs. So uh, this is one of their footprints. And it's interesting because at the universities there close to Paloxy, Texas, none of the scientists want to come down and look at it. They didn't want to look at any of this stuff. Uh, interesting because uh, uh, it would uh, throw a monkey wrench into their into their theories. This is solid. This is something solid, solid evidence. And they themselves only have theory. Yeah. And they don't want to come down to look at this. And they, oh, no, somebody carved this. They carved these. That's, that's, wait a minute. They didn't even look at it. They didn't see if there was any chips what kind of scientists are these people? They're not much of a scientist as far as I'm concerned. You know, uh, 
they're not being objective. They're just making stuff up. And that has nothing to do with science. So for those that are listen, listening and not watching, excuse me, Kieran, for those that are listening and, and not watching, what we're looking at here is a, a human foot and next to it is a much, much larger print, though the toes look very human-like, I must say. It's got a very human-like look to it. Yeah, this is a 24-inch Is that typical of most prints? Yeah. This is probably of a 15-foot Sasquatch or more. You're totally on point about the scientific backlash. You know, we've heard that from a lot of different people, including astrophysicists such as Avi Loeb, who has to go against the establishment of science, scientists and and seeking funding and, and acceptance. And also it's very, you know, coming out in the limelight now through things like Ancient Apocalypse, where we've got you know, revelations about ancient cultures of the past, kind of like what you're showing us here that we have no clue about. And so many scientists just don't want to know. They don't want to even look at the evidence. We do have a listener question for you, Kiwani, from Eliza Harley Quinn. And thank you for joining us, Eliza. We're speaking to Kiwani Labstreetus tonight, amazing Bigfoot expert. She says, I love that you have gathered information and able to differentiate between Sasquatch and ancient ones. I had no idea. Do you think they are attracted to limestone? Is that something common? Uh, there's a lot of them. Some of them have been cut out, and people took them back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and then sold them or put them up at a curiosity shop. One of the slabs that weighed a, a couple of tons fell across where there were a human tracks and dinosaur tracks side by side. And so you could see on one side of this large slab, which was, I, I forgot, but it's maybe 20 feet by 10 feet or something that fell onto the tracks. But you can see tracks going up to the slab and then on the other side of the slab coming out. And they're being accused that these are all chiseled and somebody made these tracks. So a dentist whose hobby was paleontology hired a crane and they got it down to the river when the water was low and they lifted the big slab up and there were the tracks continued from right through the slab to the other side, proving that these were natural, that they were not mad man-made. So they were proving all the good stuff, all the, the good evidence, while the supposedly objective scientists were just sitting in their chairs uh, making stuff up. It's just completely fabricating things, which is a bad idea. It's giving them a bad name. Okay, this here, this next clip, is from Europe, in Germany, in France, in England, and many other places in Europe, they have these carvings at the cathedrals. This is an ancient one with a human face and with, with uh, hair all over his body. There he is right there. And uh, in 1661, uh, a 
bunch of woodcutters in a Lithuanian forest captured a young ancient one and gave it to the king of Poland who had overtaken a lot of the Lithuanian uh, of Lithuania, a lot of the land at the time. And they were appeasing the king and gave him this juvenile ancient one that they surrounded and lassoed and caught in a Lithuanian forest. This has been documented. So they've been in Europe, all through Europe as well. And there's still some there today in the Pyrenees. There's some in Scotland. I had a, an encounter with one in Scotland. Uh, they're in Northern Spain. Uh, uh, a gentleman in Belgium had an experience there with one. Uh, they're in Norway and Sweden as well. So, and there are in a few other places in Europe. So there's the Sasquatch, which look ape-like, but they're not apes. And then there's the ancient ones. And this is one of the, and also they have tremendous healing ability is one of the things that uh, the people in medieval times and way back then uh, that were sick and so on, once they befriended some of these beings, the forest people, uh, they even healed a lot of their people. They, there's, they had such powerful abilities. Next clip, unless somebody has a question. Okay, this is a spaceship. I took this picture. I asked if they would show themselves. And I was with somebody that I was just getting to know. We were in the wilderness. And I pointed it out uh, to the person. But there was too many cars around. And, and they couldn't s slow down. They had to watch the road. So here I got off the road and I asked, I telepathed to the star people and asked them if they would show themselves. And this is what, what they did. They, they uh, uh, came out and I took the photograph of this spaceship. That's a really cool picture. So Tim, for those that are listening, how would you, how would you describe that photo to our listeners, Tim? Yeah, so we're we're looking out over landscape here, kind of a forest, and I mean it's it's a flying saucer kind of a ship, and uh, but you know I've seen seven different races of VTs, so I've been fortunate, and uh, there's a group of them that are very friendly that the Sasquatch are a part of, so uh, there's some others that are not friendly, that are outright evil that are here. And uh, uh, they have affiliations with our government. Why, you know, uh, who, who would want to be affiliated with somebody that's not so nice? Okay. <laughs> Very, they live, that kind of reminds me of our they live conversation from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And here's our next slide for you. Was yeah, this is taken in Texas. Uh, it's this Sasquatch 
is stepping over a barbed wire fence. I could not step over it. I'd get caught up in it if I did, and I wouldn't even try. But easily, it just stepped right over the, this fence. To be continued. Thanks. Like. Share. Follow. Comment. Subscribe. Support. What's your hot take on Travis Taylor? (laughs) (laughs) I've got an exclusive for you guys if you want it about the Alaska. We do. Okay, okay. More at BigfootUFO.com. All things unexplained. So some of that I think, sir, will save for post-session.